and welcome to another episode of Plus Ultra, the My Hero Academia podcast. My name is Max Newland. My name is Emmy Linders. Uh, welcome back, Emmy. Welcome, welcome back, me. Yeah, welcome back. It's been a little while since we since we did this. Oh, I was going to say, where have I been? <laughs> where have you been? It's a mystery. No one knows. It, no, not not even me. Um, uh, happy 2018. Oh yeah, yay everyone. Guess guess what? I I did it. I played You Say Run before midnight, and the fucking the the big power punch that all might would have landed on Nomu hit right at midnight, and I was like, yes, that's Everyone amazing. In the room, I did it, and they were like, you weren't playing Toto like we agreed upon, and I was like, no, uh. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> How many people were there? How what, how big of a captive audience did you have for this? Oh, there was like eight people. <laughs> so I was like, not that many. <laughs> and I was the only person listening. I forget what we did. Um, we did something like that. No, we did the fucking um, uh, Kieran Callanan Big Enough video. Big Enough. Are you, do you know this? Oh my god! I'll have to show it to you. It's the one with the 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 screaming cowboy. Do you, oh is this my god! Bells? That ah! yes, yes, yes. We did that. Holy that was how we shit. did it. It oh, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Wait, you're the one who shared the just the ah like that's all yes. it was. <laughs> it's just the whole music video is like that. You really should watch it. I watched the whole music video because oh, after it's that amazing. I found the actual full full music video and was like, I feel like this is just like. Two versions of McCree singing to each other. That's <laughs> <laughs> like it was really weird, <laughs> but that's my sense of humor. Because I, uh... I asked my sister about it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I never showed that to you. I saw that a while ago." I was like, "You saw this funny thing, and you it, didn't, and share, you didn't it? share it with me, even though you know that I would have loved it because we both love really stupid things." Whatever. Whatever. I'll let it go. Uh, so, how do you enjoy today's episode of My Hero Academia? Oh, this one's a nail biter. This one is. It's very chaotic. A lot of stuff happens. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the majority of this episode's action takes place in real time, which I think is very cool. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, we watched season two, episode four, strategy, strategy, strategy. <laughs> uh, S three. There's like a really, really short recap that sort of is just like setting the stakes again, and then it's right into the cavalry battle. Yeah, yeah. We get uh a description of the battle. Like, I think we get more of a description than before because mm-hmm. midnight's like the game itself is going to take f- 15 minutes. Keep in mind that this whole thing takes 15 minutes because it yeah, right? feels like it's like two hours, but uh, individual point values are added together. De- like depending on who's on your team and you're going to wear yeah, headbands. So your team has a point value. And you got these headbands, and you steal other people's headbands to raise your score, and you have to wear the headbands that you steal from the neck up. So, like, yes, if you get a whole you bunch. You can't of put them. them on your head. Yeah, and so, um, which is smart. They've they've like prevented the kids from gaming the strategy. Yeah, you, you you basically have to adhere to the one strategy. And even if your headband gets stolen, you can keep playing. So you can just be like, I love that. It. I'm just gonna <laughs> go rogue. Just fuck with everybody. And there's going to be like 10 to 15 teams on the field the whole time. And of course, uh, it, as it is immediately clear, it's pretty much a game to see who can get Deku's headband. Yeah. I really like this moment where Midnight 
ha- she's got like very few rules about this and she says if you make a team fall on purpose i'll slap you with a red card but i thought she was just gonna stop it i'll slap you i'll slap you <laughs> i was like that's what don't slap these children but then it pans over to just like a group of kids and bakugo standing there and he just scoffs like i feel personally attacked like like she was addressing him directly yeah, well he he should know that she basically was addressing him directly <laughs> do not make teams fall on purpose do not blow things up in their face don't but you can use your with the exception of like don't don't hurt anyone in like se- severely on purpose there's basically no rules to quirk use you, you just use them as much as you want and then she puts 15 minutes on the clock to build a team yep and uh deku already knows who he wants on his team but before he's thinking strategically before that though it goes to the the pros death arms mount lady conway woods uh kind of talking about this is simulating the competition they're going to face going pro because this isn't so much about becoming an actual pro this is showing that they are willing to step on top of other heroes Yes. And Mount Lady at first is feels kind of affronted by this, by how unfair that is. And then Kamui Woods is like, hey, remember the first episode of the show? <laughs> He's like, I looked into the windows of her soul and I said, bitch, excuse me. One of my favorite little gags in this episode is Kamui Woods tries to take a drink from his yes. water bottle, but he forgets that he's wearing his mask. Uh, I have a question <laughs> about that, too, because I'm like, how do you drink? Is that his face? Like, if he had this water bottle the whole time and he goes to take a drink of it and just slaps himself in the face with the bottle, why does he have a water bottle in the first place? How does he imbibe anything? So, we'll never find out because they cut to a wide shot from behind Kamui as he actually manages to drink from it. So, this is the mystery of the century. I googled it, too, and couldn't find anything. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because I was like, I need answers. Is it, like... He's plants. Is it photosynthesis? Does he gather? How Kamui Woods drank water. How how do how do tree gain water drink? So this is like, do you? There's a, I think it's BuzzFeed or something. They do this thing where when they're doing press tours for movies, they have like, uh, the people in the movies do answer Google autocomplete questions. Yes. I would love to see that with the pro heroes. Oh my god. How Kamui Woods drink water? I'm just going to suspend my disbelief. That That's the sure. biggest lesson that I've learned. Because we have a lot. We had a lot of questions last episode about how did, this, we sure did. How did Deku drive a giant piece of metal into a full like group of landmines and not kill anybody? Whatever. 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 And um, back down on the pitch, uh, everybody seems to want to be on Bakugo's team, like everybody <laughs> in Class 1A. His and he. He's like, what are your quirks and what are your names? <laughs> you know that part of SpongeBob where it's like Patrick comes home with all the people under the, his rock and he's like, who are you people? Yes. That yes. is like his face during this. is He's got this mixed expression of feeling irked and then also like he's just staring off into space thinking about like, did I lock the door when I left home this morning? <laughs> like, I don't is mom going to yell at me about that? Yeah. And then the kids are like, what? Were you fucking tumbleweed-looking ass motherfucker? We've been in class and attacked by villains for like three weeks, and what? You don't know who any of us are. So the first person to make like a good pitch to be on the team is Kirishima, and what sells Bakugo on teaming up with Kirishima is he says, "We'll go after 
one 10 million points together. And then Bakugo's like, hell yes. A couple of things that I really like about this moment are Kirishima just blatantly outright says, I was going to ask Todoroki to be on his team, but he's already got a team. So can I be on yours? Like Bakugo's his yep, fallback. Absolutely. And Bakugo doesn't even get mad about it. He's just no, like, he doesn't care. Hey, dumb hair. And Kirishima's is like, what the fuck? We have the same hair. You tool. We have the same style. <laughs> Our hair is the fucking same. It's different colors. What the fuck? Oh man. I love, this is like when their bromance really blossoms. Cause Kirishima shows that like manly, spirit of his and he's like i'm your man to be the lead horse because your blast won't hurt me and i can just like hear it in bakugo's head it's a little bit funny this feeling inside <laughs> just all of a sudden amv he, your song uh it. bakushima i sh- i would ship it that's definitely a it's got to be a popular ship out there oh yeah it's that one on tumblr is everywhere everybody oh, likes really? the bakushima ship because i mean they're they're best they're best bros and they are best bros and kirishima while <laughs> i mean he just really he's all about that male camaraderie you know and baka goes like whatever whatever <laughs> kirishima like uh, he doesn't leave him alone and so baka go eventually is just like all right we're friends Fine. i guess i like i already went through this once and i know that there's no getting rid of you because <laughs> the other one is still here Meanwhile, nobody wants Mineta on their team. <laughs> Makes sense. And even more nobody wants Deku on their team. Oh, man. I feel so Man, the bad. ostracization. He's like, hey, what's up, Ojiro? And Ojiro just immediately gets out of there. Like, no, no, goodbye. But it's okay, though, because Uraraka is like, hey, man, let's be on a team. And like, it's very cute, this little thing. She says, it's better to team up with people you like, and he, like, has a heart attack. Like, Deku, why you always cry in Midoriya with this yeah. water cannon. Just that, and that's great, too, because they they make all these, like, huge, like, waterfall tears, like, over the top. But he actually leaves a puddle on the ground, which yes, Mineta comes huge up to puddle. later, and he's like, is that pee? <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, so Uraraka's strategy is she's like, if we just run away the whole time, then we'll win. And he's like, uh, well, I think you're underestimating our classmates or totally overestimating me. But at the same time, he makes the good point that it is actually better to be friend to be teams with somebody you're already friends with because communication is so key. Yeah. And she's like, fuck the haters, whatever. And then his, we get to see like one of his really awesome, ugly faces. She even, she's like, I are love you okay? This. You look gross. I love both of those. I love that we get this like ugly face and then Uraraka calls it out to his face. A lot of brutal honesty in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. There kind of is. She tells him he looks gross too. Like, <laughs> she was like mean in the preview and now she's mean to him in person. God. Um, they appeal to Ida next. Um, who at first seems like, yeah, of course Ida's going to join them. They're the like, they're the friend trio, but he wants to make his family proud and he wants to win on his own terms, uh, without, uh, getting Deku's help. So he says, I'm sorry, but I want to win. So I'm going to go with somebody else. And they're like, but, oh shit, what do we do? But why? (laughs) But, 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 but you're our friend. There were, there's supposed to be three of us, and now you're, you're leaving it just to do But it's okay. But just in time, we get a familiar face 
right in Deku's face. Oh my god. Her entrance to this too. She said, team up with me person in first place. And Deku's like, oh yep. my god, who the fuck? And it's Mei Hatsume. <laughs> What's up, Dark Horse? I really like Mei a lot. She's She seems very popular in the fandom. And she's extremely transparent about why she wants to be on his yep. team. She's like... Again, another, another very, very like blatant a uh, brutal honesty moment. Yeah, she's like, you're going to be on the spotlight. I want to be on the spotlight. I'm going to use you to get into the spotlight so everybody can look at my babies. And then <laughs> She actually says out loud, I'd like to use your current standing to my personal advantage. <laughs> and then Uraraka <laughs> says, hold on a second. Did you bring actual babies here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did they really do that? Yeah. They actually um, like, made that into a joke. And she shows off all her babies and like she and Deku start nerding out about their about some pros that they know of. Yeah, I was I was nerding out, too. I was like, that's a fucking jetpack. Hell yeah. But then, you know, our friend Uraraka is a little jilted by this. She's like, who's this new girl? We weren't ready for this jelly. Mm. Mm. <laughs> She's peanut butter um, and jelly. She is peanut butter and jelly. Uh, and next up, Deku does have an idea of who he's going to recruit, and we see him very dramatically put his hand on someone's shoulder, but we don't get to see who yet. It obviously is not somebody taller than him. No, so it is not, not somebody taller. It is somebody with skin and a body, so it's not Hagakure. Well, I mean, she would have her outfit on, like, because it's touching the shoulder. Um, And then we cut to Monoma. Uh, the 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 yeah. the sort of blonde haired bull, bull cut the, boy from Class One B. Boy, he Backstreet Boy Monoma. Okay, so um, Shinso and Monoma have a couple of similarities to me because they, they do. They mm -hmm. are both very good at rallying other students against Class One A, like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. But Shinso does it in. I don't know. I it's hard for me to describe the way that Shinso does it versus the way that Monoma does it cuz he's like he is a very persuasive speaker. Like he could sell shoes to a snake, I feel like. He's a car salesman Sell shoes to a snake. Yeah. And <laughs> That's good. I like, like that. Despite how normal his appearance seems, he gives off this vibe like he could throw you a very convincing argument on a controversial topic and you would have oh, to he's a, stop and question. He's a climber. Stance. He is. Monoma's very like I like Monoma a lot. He's kind of a butthead, but he's, I like him as a character. He's he kind of goes off the deep end too after a while. Yes, this is like his breaking point, the cavalry battle, but we'll see exactly how that happens later on. He's really good at goading people. That's another thing we learn in this episode. Yep. And that's why I think he and Shinzo are super similar. And one mm -hmm. of uh the English dub God, I should have written down his name because one of my new favorite voice actors does his voice in the English. I don't remember the, the actual voice actor's name, but he does the voice of a character named Obi in uh, Snow White with the red hair. And Obi is hmm. like, I love Obi so much. So now I love well, we're going to get some really, really good Monoma moments in season three yeah. when that finally comes out. So I'm very happy about that. Mm -hmm. But then uh, now it's time to start the match and present Mike oh, yeah. taps Aizawa. And Aizawa has fallen asleep, by the way, during hey, this 15-minute intermission. <laughs> oh, man. And then the mystery is revealed. It's Tokoyami. Boom. On Deku's team. Which made me, okay, that made me really curious when I first watched this. I was like, so what was it about Tokoyami that Deku was like, that's my man. I know exactly who I want to be on my team. Because I wasn't. Sure. I was like, oh, oh, I would want okay. Tokoyami on my team. Well, I mean, yeah. Who he just seems like a cool guy. Who doesn't want a guy with a bird head? 
Let me read you the description from... I got uh, volume 9 of the manga for myself for Christmas. Let me read the uh, the character description in here. Uh, Fumikage Tokoyami, a student in class 1A. Everything he says is super cool. <laughs> so, straight from the author's mouth, Tokoyami is very cool. Straight from the author's mouth. That's just like hearing your mom say, You're so cool, sweetie. I don't... Yep. <laughs> It's okay. We'll let him have it. He is cool. He he's okay. He is very cool in this episode. He did, he's fucking rad. Like there are like a couple of instances where he's just like oh, bang, go bang bang. Watch how awesome um, I am. I actually I have like a side note after one of those moments where I made like a a joke. <laughs> I, okay. You know the bingo squares. Go ahead and cross it out. You know there's a pun or a joke coming. It's coming. It is. Um, so, so the, the match actually begins and from here on out, it's actually like, it's super chaotic. Like a whole lot of stuff happens oh, for, in the rest of this episode. Yeah. We get to see everybody who's on uh, Todoroki's team and yes. while they're going over like the position everybody's going to have, Tenya assumes that Todoroki's going to be using ice and fire, but Todoroki's like, um, in battle, I never use my left side. While poignantly and meaningfully making eye contact with his big fiery dad and up if, in the stands. And if you listen closely off in the distance, you can hear the sounds of good Charlotte playing. <laughs> hey, dad, I didn't see you. <laughs> so do you think, okay, so would Todoroki be a My Chemical Romance kind of guy or like a Breaking Benjamin kind of guy, you think? I feel like he's more like, Good Charlotte, simple plan kind of guy. Okay, good Charlotte, simple plan. That makes sense. The, makes a lot of sense. Because I, I don't know, cause MCR and Breaking Benjamin don't really have a lot of like the, I uh, hate my family, I'm an angsty teenager, <laughs> That's true. That's, That's more Tokoyami's deal. Yeah, Tokoyami would be more Breaking Benjamin. And I think Jiro also, because Jiro has good taste. I think Jiro's I would imagine. gonna be more like ACDC, Black Sabbath. I feel like she'd be more into like classic rock. Okay, she has such a punk vibe though. Yeah, well then she probably likes like the Sex Pistols. Oh yeah, and like she probably Butthole listens surfers. to Balzac because that's the Japanese. What? It's a Japanese kind of misfit. They're like the misfits, the Japanese. Misfits. Oh, the band okay, is that's called Balzac. Rad. Like Honoré de Balzac, the French uh, author. Yeah, I think that the actual also name like of the band, Balzac. Yeah, I know where like, the balls are. The, yeah, I wasn't gonna say it, but you know, <laughs> I think the actual name for the band is a little bit longer. But, but anyway, uh, so immediately as the starting gun goes off, everyone's after Deku. Um, <laughs> it is, the and the first move is by someone in class one B. Actually, um, he kind of like they notice that the the ground has like turned into jelly and they're like sinking into it. It's like quicksand. Yeah. And if it weren't for May's jetpack, which Deku is now wearing, they would have, this would have been it for them like immediately. So they blast off out of there. And, the, and uh, as soon oh, I was going to say the guy who's causing this is the kid with the bone face. Who, he's, he looks like Tetsu Tetsu. If Tetsu Tetsu's teeth were on the outside. Face melted of his, off. Yeah. <laughs> and I've also <laughs> named the cavalry battle. The biggest game of swipe or no swiping in history. Yeah. That's it's swipe or no swiping mixed with chicken mixed... a little bit, <laughs> yeah, like pool chicken. Um, it, the so I had a couple of notes here about the kid that caused the uh, quicksand. That oh, I think yeah, hell yeah. His quirk is called softness. I think oh, his name is interesting. Juzo Honanuki, and 
as we went over in either the last episode or the one before that, one of those, he got in on recommendations. Oh, shit. And all I know about his work, as far as I could find, is that he can manipulate the ground to create... <laughs> create. To create quicksand. <laughs> to quicksand. Quick at wheel. Hello at wheel. Uh, and he also apparently likes giving and receiving massages. I don't know oh. how the Wikipedia fandom came up with that. It might have been in one of the manga. Not I'm sure. sure that's in a in a manga volume somewhere. Is. Horikoshi loves dropping little little juicy snacks for us like that. <laughs> juicy snacks. But yeah, he's he's a cool kid. Uh, and he and he does have a pretty fantastic quirk because, like I said, if it weren't for Maze Jetpack, that would have been it immediately. That's it, this is where I was like, Deku's real quirk is just convenience. Like he put all of his yep. skill points into luck in Fallout. Yep, pretty much. And he's also very supportive of his friends, which he shows off in this episode. Yeah. Um, he's he's very good at communi- community and communicating. Uh, so they as they go up in the air, Deku spots Jiro uh, coming at him with the with the earphone jacks. And here comes Tokoyami, the reason Deku picked Tokoyami. Because, yes. uh, man, Dark Shadow's like, get out of here with those. Get out of here, stupid flies. And so as it turns out, the, his strategy is actually excellent for evading. He's got, uh, May's got jet boots, uh, and Deku's wearing the jetpack. Uh, Uraraka has turned on zero gravity for everybody except herself. And Tokoyami is repelling threats from every direction. So it's a very, it is a good sort of, like you know, evasive strategy. Yeah. And I like, it's funny too, the, the exchange between Deku and Tokoyami is like, he's praising him for his abilities and Tokoyami's like, I mean, you're the one who picked me to be on your team. So, and then <laughs> the fucking compliment Tokoyami. Man, hearing Deku <laughs> say your babies are amazing. Hatsume is one of the cringiest things I've ever heard. Like he's just trying, he's trying to talk to her on her level, I, know, I guess. But like, Justin Briner's voice saying that I've I, I was those are the words I would expect to come out of Mineta's mouth. So my ears kind of like I wasn't sure how to process it. Like my my brain had like this weird sensory disconnect moment where I was like, uh, 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 okay. Uh, fun fact: uh, this is something I learned watching uh, Crunchyroll's After School Special, which is basically the exact same thing as this show except it's done by like actual anime people um is that the person who does sue's voice initially went into audition for minetta oh really yeah and it just so happens that the person who got minetta's voice it was the the lisp was what got yeah, her yeah. The, speaking, because it is very good speaking of sue side note oh, here shit. i'm going to uh ohio con the end of the month and the English what? voice actress for Sue will be there, along oh, with shit. J. Michael Tatum and Jerry Jewell, who plays Is Nezu. this also the one where Chris Sabat's going to no, be? Because that you mentioned going March, to a con with Chris Sabat. that's when I'm going to meet Chris Sabat. And Matthew oh, Mercer. Dude. You're going to have to get like uh, uh, a text message soundbite from Chris. I, I really want to see if it's going to be possible for me to be like, will you... Just like do a Snapchat with me or something and say plus ultra because I have an all might wig on on its way and I'm gonna buy a really big oversized suit and I'm gonna be small might. That's awesome. Anyway, I just had to be like fangirl out for a moment because there's gonna be three voice actors from the show at the end of the month. I'm, I'm jelly. Just, I'm gonna freak out. I'm jelly, my my dude. Um, back to the show. Monoma is racking up points already. He's got like quite a few uh headbands around his neck. Oh, man, he's cleaning house. 
And a lot of people after, of course, after Deku's team touches down, he already has like four teams closing in on him. Oh yeah. Oh god. He. And then we hear a fucking voice uh, <laughs> that's like, "What is he? Say? This isn't a fight. It's more like a mass. It's more like it's a more massacre. like a massacre." And, but Deku turns around and he just sees Shoji coming towards just him. Shoji. Just Shoji. Just Monica. And he's like, why is Shoji alone? But, you know, before he can really give it much thought, Tokiyami's like, hey, that's cool, but there's like 10 groups of bloodthirsty children yeah. making a beeline for us, so we've got to... We should, we should move again. We should maybe fly back up into the air. And hey, So they try to. Hey, you listening to this, Tokiyami does have teeth. Tokiyami does have teeth. This is when it I bothers noticed. me. This is when I noticed he had teeth. Confirmed. <sighs> Suspend that disbelief. So they try to fly away again, but uh-oh, Uraraka stuck to the ground with one of Minata's balls. It's like the worst case of getting your shoes stuck in gum. Ever. Yeah, except it's it's nasty gum that came from a nasty boy's head. Oh god, there is not any way that I can hear that description without some something bad. Uh. <laughs> Cool. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. So they blast off, but it does, um, it does rip off one of the jet engines from, uh, the boot that Uraraka is wearing. Yep. Which means now, uh oh, there are maneuverabilities down. It's going to be a lot harder to get around. Yeah. And it's not even halftime yet for the cavalry battle. So like when I when I said a lot of stuff happens, a lot of fucking stuff happens in the first yeah. half of this cavalry battle. Like how the fuck is this fifteen minutes? The Okay, I have to give credit, though, to Deku and his team right here because there is a barrage of balls and then Sue's oh, tongue for sure. coming after them. Not once does it hit them, except for that first one on the ground, and they just stepped on it. Like, damn, way to go, guys. And then and then once, the, and then this is the first place where somebody figures out to go up after them, and guess who? Guess who knows how to fucking fly? It's Bakugo coming in. But wait. Again, with the last minute save, Tokuyami slaps him out of the air to block the fucking explosion attack. And he gives this look to Bakugo like, this is, you will always remember, this is the day you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. (laughs) And Bakugo's like, what the fuck? He is very put off by the fact that his explosion did not work on Dark Shadow. Yeah. And... And as oh sorry oh well I I was just gonna say Mike present Mike here sorry I keep calling him present Michael uh is like wait a minute he's not with his cavalry group anymore and Midnight's like well he didn't touch the fucking ground it's whatever because <laughs> Saro had his tape attached to him Saro does do a a really good catch here as Bakugo is falling because that's the thing is Bakugo didn't really plan the descent out I don't think yeah I. But Saro grabs him last minute. They brings him back down to the team. Uh, who's on Bakugo's team? Saro, uh, Mina, and Kirishima. Okay, so so those four are are back down on the ground. Oh, but hold on a second. It turns out President Mike decides to check the score. <gasps> it turns out Class One A is actually doing really shitty, and it hits fucking us. monoma from 1b has taken like all of their points and this certain blonde haired boy has stolen the headband of another certain blonde haired boy yep when i when i saw that moment here comes another pirates of the caribbean reference i was like that is the best pirate i've ever seen 
<laughs> and Bakugo is like, <gasps> "What are you doing?" Oh, go ahead. Uh, and and so Monoma reveals the big strategy, which was to th to throw the obstacle race on purpose so that they could gather information about one uh, A's quirks and their personalities. Just actually, really that. That's a clever it's a good strategy. strategy. It is, because he's like, they were going to kick out a whole bunch of kids after the first round, so assuming they had at least 40 kids that would get to the cavalry battle, we just kind of helped So back. we just had to stay in the middle. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just not, not last, but middle, and, th and then we can see what everyone else has in their quiver. And just to add insult to injury, he decides to bring up the sludge villain attack with Bakugo, Ugh. just to kind of... Poke the bear even further and Bakugo. What he says is, how does it feel to always be playing the role of the victim? Ooh. And Bakugo. Yeah, and he's like, hey, change of plans, Kirishima. Kirishima. <laughs> oh, shit. And I can just hear in the back of my mind when I first watched this that the whitest kid you know video with Abraham Lincoln, the, oh, now you fucked up. You have fucked up now. <laughs> now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. I was like, oh shit, this kid. This was worse than Shinzo's moment with fucking no, with him. Yeah. This is like. Bakugo set. wants him dead. We're going to kill every last one of these B list issues. He actually says that. He says we're going to kill them. I would have been like, <laughs> Miss Midnight, um, he said he's going to kill people. <laughs> I don't know if we should take that with a grain of salt because. He's mad. Because it is Bakugo. He's very he upset. does. He says that a lot, but also look at him. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. So seeing that conflict play out, Deku thinks that his team's out of the woods, he figures. Like they they can pretty much just hang out while Monoma cleans up and just avoid him. Yeah, because he's like, it's not me. It's like they did they just want to fuck with all of class one A, so maybe they're not just gonna single me out anymore, even though they've been singled out the whole time. Uh but uh, at like on cue, somebody with rollerblades shows up. Somebody with rollerblades, and it's Todoroki's team. Uh oh. He says, "I'll be taking that now." But I, oh, in my head canon, I've replaced that with "Welcome to Chili's." <laughs> Hi, welcome to Chili's. Because it's chili. Because he's gold. Oh God damn it, <laughs> Emmy! Jesus. God damn it. All right. <laughs> There it is. There's you. You've hit your quota. Ooh, ooh R.I.P. Vine and a pun all Rip in vine. one. Boom. Rip in peace. Um, and that's the end of the episode. It's a great line to end the episode on. I'll be taking that now. I'll be, yeah. Good. Good cliffhanger. What's gonna? Oh, happen? and there is actually um a, a very short clip as Deku sort of surveys the the threats, the remaining threats, and we get to see. Uh, the face of the dark horse Shinso. <laughs> he, What's he gonna do? He looked really funny when he was um riding on his cavalry of dudes. Yes. Like I took a a shot of that because he he looks like the bottom half of his face is like excited about this, but his eyes can't get anywhere past half lidded. So he's like, no, <laughs> he's not. Yay. He's not able to. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Uh, it's okay my boy I feel it <laughs> I get called out for that a lot of cool quirk action in the preview oh uh, I forgot so, to watch the preview oh the preview is uh, Tenya and Deku and Tenya's talking about bringing honor to the Tenya family and how he's gonna take Deku's headband and all that It's next episode's good and it 
it brings us even closer to the final part of the sports festival, which is unequivocally the coolest and best part. I'm so excited for it. This is like, um, I, I, this is like everybody on the internet had this take, but like when I saw that season two was going to open with a sports festival at first, I was like, Oh man, really? Yeah. So I was like, "Mm." proven wrong so fast. Yeah. And I get that they were doing us like, Japan has these high school, like, sport events, like, high school sport slash festival events. Kind of like we had field day, but these are, like, field weeks. Like, it's a huge thing that happens. It's a big deal. And I see why that would be incorporated into something like this, especially because they kind of use it as a a good learning opportunity for the kids. Like, you got to work with people with different quirks. You may not be able to work with your friends. Because, I mean, your friends are now frenemies and... Frenemies. Frenemies, like Tanya. Not not that we're bitter about that, but... Well, here's the, like, here's the thing that I love about this show. Like, there's so many things that I love about My Hero Academia, but one of the things that I really love is that, like, there's such this intense focus on characters and their relationships with one another, as well as all of the other superhero bullshit. Like, of course it's about the powers and of course it's about the big fights, but it's also about these kids like being friends with each other and how, how complicated that relationship gets when you add in this layer of like, we are superheroes, but we're also competing for a job. Yeah. You know, it's just very interesting. And I love what they're doing with it. I love what Horikoshi is doing with the setting. It's just such a cool TV show and manga. It is. It is really awesome. And what's what I, I think that we talked about this off of the recording the last time but the end of the sports battle for this year is probably in this for this universe of people going to be a lot more entertaining well i don't you know what i don't know it might have been entertaining last year last year the final event for the sports fest was a foam sword fight was it really (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious uh sarah says that to somebody because like at at the end of the cavalry battle they find out like what the next part of it's going to be and he's like man last year was a foam sword fight and i was like that's a big that's step lame. up from a foam sword fight <laughs> like that's a lame. larping battle or something lightning bolt that's there you go denki well you know lightning kirishima bolt. kirishima you mean he just does no i'm i i fucking kaminari. did it again uh kaminari god damn it's it it's okay i i knew who you meant Whose team is he on? Oh, God. Kaminari's team? Oh, Kaminari's on Todoroki's team. Are you okay? Yeah, um, my wife scared me. <laughs> I heard it. Oh, God. And then silence. And I was like, did a ghost just take Max to the dark yeah, shadow I got, realm? I've been, I've been taken to the shadow realm. Uh, did you have any plans for our B section here in this episode? Uh, I no? did. And then I forgot what they were. I don't oh. know. I was going to tell you, though, about a cool... Uh, OC I saw on Tumblr that somebody came up with oh, a villain and their quirk is being able to temporarily like Freaky Friday people switch them between their bodies. Oh shit. So they're like they they had like Bakugo and Deku were switched. So like neither of them really knew Oh shit. That would be awesome actually. Like that sounds like the kind of plot that the show would have. I know. I was like that's a really good idea for a quirk. I would just want to call my quirk Freaky Friday. <laughs> Freak, I mean, yeah, hell yeah. Or... Because they all have snappy names like that. Or my villain name would be Freaky Friday, and I would only go fuck with people on Fridays. On Fridays. One day of the week, I'm free. TGIF. 
Oh my god. Uh, I saw a really cool OC on Tumblr uh, called Iron Maiden. <gasps> Wait. Have you heard of this one? Yes, I did. Her, because I saw the artwork for it. Uh Yeah, it's really amazing artwork. Her quirk takes carbon in her immediate surroundings and turns it into armor that she wears. That's so cool. So rad. Um, you know, there was another quirk that I was thinking of that would be neat. It would be like um the uh what are they? Bogarts, Bogarts, whatever in Harry Potter. A quirk like that where like you can create uh an illusion of people's like biggest fears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get in their brains and show them the scariest thing for them. Yep. Cause when I when I came up with the quirk for my character being able to like animate stuff and I named it after Goya, who did that the sleeper of reason produces monsters. Like the the edging is him asleep on his desk and then there's like all these like crazy animals and shit just kind of flying out from behind his head. And I'm like, man, how fucking scary would that be to just be on the battlefield with somebody and all of a sudden like from their head just comes like nightmare fuel literally straight at you. Like I'm afraid of- Concocted specifically for you. Like I'm afraid of bugs. Bugs. (laughs) He has lots of bugs. It needs a little bit of, of tweaking. Poor Koji. Oh, poor Koji. Yeah. Man, I can't, man. This is, season two of My Hero Academia is so good. Poor Koji, yeah. He's afraid of bugs. That's not really a big spoiler, because a lot of people... That's not relevant right now. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, that's fine. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, it's ironic, because he can talk to animals, or like, whatever he does to the animals, but he's scared of bugs. I love that little dude. I love that little dude. He's a cutie. Debatable. He's cute on the inside. He still reminds me of that scary dinosaur kid. Whatever. Ah, well. Shit. Hey, next next episode's gonna be great. We're gonna wrap up the cavalry next episode's battle. gonna be really good. And then after that, some of like some of my favorite episodes in this whole show are coming up after that. So there's an episode strap called in. "The Boy Born with Everything," and I don't oh really understand God. how the the meaning of the title of that episode. How close are we to that one? I think it's like two two away. Oh my. God. I think that's the first one after the end of the cavalry battle. Okay, cool. Because yes, that's right. That's right. Because that is the first, uh, the first part of the next yes. contest. Oh my god, it was so fun. <sighs> okay. Okay, it's gonna be good. good. So, everyone. so thanks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Plus Ultra. Um, if you like this show, there's also Zenkai Boost, where we uh, review do pretty much this exact same treatment to Dragon Ball Z Kai, the recut remaster of the classic 1990s anime and then there's also insanely haunted which i'm uh going to be editing tonight so there will be another episode this week nice oh shit what uh plus ultra comes out after fuck never mind forget i said that part um (laughs) but but if you'd like to find those shows you can go to zenkaiboost.com and insanelyhaunted.com or you can just search them on facebook because we have a facebook page where we post uh all of the episodes and stuff and um the artwork. Oh, and of course. Oh, yes. The artwork for our show was done by me. And you can find me at Crispy Lewis on Tumblr. I post art and memes and various fandom things. It's not all. You should really check her out. There's this. She has this. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to talk you up for a second, Emmy. Um, she has this amazing like chalk wall in her apartment now oh. that has 
probably the coolest piece of large-scale chalk art I've seen in a while yeah. on it. Once I finish the wall, I'm going to post my progress shots on my Tumblr so everybody can see. It's taken me a bit of time. You will enjoy but it. But it's been a lot of fun doing it. It's very therapeutic to just sit there and listen to you say run on repeat while I draw these things. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. No joke. It's It was just like on repeat one day, and I was like, I'm too engrossed in what I'm doing to change the song, but whatever. Man, this show's soundtrack is like the only music I listen to anymore. I, hey, I'm not judging. I do the same thing. Don't even care. Uh, speaking of music, uh, the Plus Ultra's uh, intro and outro song are the cover of You Say Run by uh, Richard E.B. I wish, I, one of these days I'm going to learn that dude's real name. Uh, you can find him on YouTube, R-I-C-H-A-A-D-E-B. And he does all kinds of really cool stuff. Uh, covers of Dragon Ball Z. He does a lot of Toho covers. So if you're into that, Toho. check that out. You know, bullet hell shooters. What? I'll, I'll, sh- I'll show you once, okay. this, once the show's <laughs> over. <laughs> um, but that's going to pretty much do it for us. Thanks again for listening. It's really um, amazing that you check in every week with us. And I'm I'm super sorry about the uh, the delay. Both Emmy and I had some oh, God. stressful holiday stuff. And then mm-hmm. I was sick I was and sick all too. kinds of stuff. Say. Stressful holiday stuff, and then we both got sick. Yep. Fun. Um, But of course, uh, you can find us at plusultrapodcast.com. And uh, if you feel like kicking in a little bit so that we to help us host these podcasts, then you can go to coffee.com slash zboost. That's ko hyphen fi.com slash zboost. You got anything else you want to add? No. No. I'm good. All right, cool. Well, with that, uh, remember, there's always one piece of advice we give you, and that's to go beyond Plus Ultra! Ultra!